Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director of Information Security Media Group. I'm here to present to you the BankInfoSecurity.com Editor's Choice, April's Top News in Views. Leading our news this month is the Hancock Fabrics data breach, which continues to raise new questions about the security of point-of-sale devices at retail stores. In March, the National Fabric Store chain publicly confirmed the breach that it suffered last summer, sending an open letter to its customers revealing that pin pad units at a limited number of Hancock Fabric Stores were stolen and replaced with visually identical but fraudulent pin pad units. This may have allowed criminals to capture or skim payment card data during transactions. Now, Hancock didn't reveal the locations or number of stores where point-of-sale scanners were compromised, nor the number of customers who had their card data taken. But at least 140 reports from customers in California, Wisconsin, and Missouri show the pervasive nature of the fraud. The lesson here, it's relatively easy for fraudsters to tamper with or even swap out point-of-sale pin entry devices. And these types of incidents are only likely to increase putting retailers, consumers, and banking institutions at risk of future card-related fraud. Next up is a podcast interview entitled P2P Payments, Simple Secure Transactions. Increasingly, consumers long for a simple payment solution that allows them to send money to family and friends via email or text message. Boeing Employees Credit Union, Washington State's largest credit union, is at the forefront of the person-to-person or P2P payments revolution. In an exclusive interview, Howie Wu, the VP of Virtual Banking at BECU, talks about how BECU's POP Money initiative was deployed, the security challenges that had to be addressed, and tips for other institutions looking to offer P2P payments of their own. Next up is a blog entry entitled, How Do You Recover Your Reputation? Everybody today talks about creating an online presence on social media sites such as Facebook or Twitter. But beyond presence, where does online reputation come into play? And how can one protect and build one's own online reputation? Read this blog entry by Upazana Gupta. Also this month in our review, see the news story, Should Banks Be Liable? for business losses to fraud. See the chart of failed banks and credit unions in 2010. And finally, refresh your memory with the Electronic Funds Transfer Act, or Regulation E, which we've posted among our agency releases. That's it for the month of April. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.